Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. The quickest way to double your money is to fold it over and put it back in your pocket. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you drinking? Good, dude, good. And what are you drinking? Possibly because I'm drinking the Scottish Ale Royal Kilt Inspector, which is, I'll, I'll, no, tell me, what? I was going to ask um, how many percentages of alcohol. <laughs> Why did I phrase it that way? It is 6.5 okay. percentages. Right. Okay. You know, I, I was upstate uh, in Finger, in the Finger Lakes, you know, went to this brewery, whatever, and my buddy he went for like a really dark ale, like a porter or yeah. some other like super Stout. dark one. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, you know me, I'm all like BPA and um, hashtag BPA. What is it? What, what is that? What, is, what does that stand for? Belgian pale ale. I think. I think. No, we, but what do we? What do we call it? What, what do you mean? Better BPA. perfect awesome. What was it? Be- better perfect awesome. Yeah, I mean that's that's the podcast. Uh huh. Podcast. The podcast is BPA. But uh, I, I tasted some of the darker beers that you've been talking about. And dude, like I, I don't know what my perception was, and I kind of was like avoiding them. They're so tasty. Wait, did you not drink darker beers? No, I have before, but very rarely. Uh-huh. And when always present, I mean, you're always presented with a choice, almost always. And I would go with like the more IPA, lager, yeah. you know, just a straight up ale, you know, like a darker one. Mm-hmm. So, well, well, stouts and porters are ales. That's what I'm saying. Like, but there there are other ales that are not like dark, I guess is what I'm like yeah. I like ales. But. Well well, okay, so do you know the difference between an ale and a lager? No. Okay, there's only two styles, ale and lagers. And it's the so yeast. So of all beers, I thought it was no, ale, all lager, beers. pilsner. No. Pilsner's not a, a, a Pilsner, I believe, is a lager. Okay, go on. Mm-hmm. Ed, so, yeah, so there's two different types of yeast that are made that are made that are used God, to make beer. You look so excited. <laughs> You're like, yay! Someone wants to know this. So there's lager yeast and there's ale yeast. So it's it's all about the yeast. Yes, right. So uh, ale yeast is uh, a. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, <laughs> dude, you just blew it. Up. I know it's a. You're like with your big fat grin on I your was, face. Shit, I was gonna say an ale <laughs> is a top fermenting yeast. Now I'm just gonna look that up real quick. You're like an ale is. No, 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 no. Now because now I'm getting now I'm getting uh, confused. Yes, I'm sorry. I was right. An ale is a top fermenting yeast, right? So it it ferments from the top down, and it ferments at a higher temperature than a lager yeast. So lager yeast is a bottom fermenting yeast that um, that requires a lower temperature to to, fer- to ferment, right? Mm-hmm. So um, or to be active. What what ends up happening is uh, ales are the most ubiquitous. They can make all different kinds of styles. So can lagers, but lagers tend to be cleaner, right? They have a cleaner mean- they have a cleaner finish to them, mm. right? Um, they're you know they don't. For, so, for the uninitiated, do you mean like less bitter and stuff? not less bitter? No, um, but less uh, just they're just they just they have a cleaner finish. I don't know how else to describe that, but mm. I'll give you an example. Did you know that Budweiser is a lager? I thought it was shit, but it yes, is. I, I, is, I, I, I guess I shitty. thought it was a pilsner, and I thought that was it is, but it's it, but it's a lager. <clears throat> so oh. pilsner's a style style of a lager beer. 
I guess it makes sense because they're they're very similar in like consistency, like lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most of the like the shitty American beers are lager beers, and the reason why is because they have a clean finish, so they taste they're easier going down. Right, mm-hmm. so they they just a lot of people like lager beers because they just have it. Like you look at something like Yingling, you drink right? it like water and you get drunk. Like. Exactly. So you look at something like Yingling. Yingling is a lager, but it's like a darker lager, right? So uh, people love Yingling because it ha- it it finishes like a Budweiser or a Miller Lite or a Coors Light or, or any of those um, style beers. Now ales. Are, are easier to brew. Like when, when it comes to home brewing, it's a much easier setup because it doesn't require temperature control. And it's. Yeah, I think I only brewed lagers though. No, you, you probably only brewed ales. Well, I definitely remember the yeast sitting at the bottom. Well, it does uh, that. It does that. It's not, that's not, yeah. But it's, okay. it, it's, I don't know why they call it top fermenting and bottom fermenting, but that's not, it's not where the yeast sits. So uh, with a lager beer, you, it requires like I think 40 to 40 to 50 degrees, like between 40 and 60 degrees for it to, to, for it to lager. So it's actually kind of cold. Yeah, it's cold. It's, it, 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 it ferments at a colder an temperature. And you're saying ale is like room temperature. And Yeah, an ale can and ferment at like 80 to like 60 to 80 percent or 60 to 80 degrees, sorry. Mm. So like in, – in, uh, and of course different degrees vary. It gives you a different style. It will give you different tastes in the beer. But yes, ale, ale yeast are a lot easier to make. So IPAs are ale – Right, because Indian Pale Ale, um, you know, porters are ales, uh, stouts are ales, um, but then you have like Pilsners, Dunkles. There's other, there's other ones that are that are lager specific. So there's really only two styles of beers, and then and then and then there's there's I'm sorry, there's two ways to make beer. There's two different types of yeast to use, and then there's styles that are conducive to those particular yeast styles. I just learned a lot about beer. Yeah, so I feel like uh, I feel like we should have educated people way before. Uh, now, here's the thing: though. educated me. Way you before. can use lager yeast, and at higher temperatures, it's just going to give you a different style. I mean, there's you can use either one, and I'm and I'm pretty sure you could you can get flexible with it, and you can say, okay, well, I'm going to make a lager Indian Pale Ale, but it's going I'm going to use a lager yeast. You can do that. It's not like I don't think it's against the law or whatever, but the beer law. Uh, but it's commonly. <laughs> Uh, you commonly use ale yeast, and ale yeast is is a little bit more prevalent in home brewing than lager yeast because you don't need like to control the temperature. Hmm. I hope I didn't get any of that information wrong because it's I, I I did study a little bit of it, but well, don't worry if you got any of it wrong, I will get punished because they'll all email me. Yes, okay. <laughs> so uh, anyway, to, to we've we've wasted a lot of time here. Uh, so today's catchphrase is oh, by the way, I'm not drinking anything. I'm drinking water. Great. Wonderful. All that beer we, conversation. We all now know I really that. want beer. You're boring. Yep. We, we know. We know. Today's catchphrase is the quickest way to double your money is to fold it over and put it back in your pocket. And that was sent in by Cassandra Barksdale. Thank you so much, Cassandra and Barksdale. Are you part of the Barksdale family? Are you oh, in the wire? <laughs> Did you ever watch The Wire? No. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, Barksdale, have you joined my dog social media? <laughs> no, she probably hasn't. <laughs> you can send in your catchphrases to our Twitter account. It's at Money Matters Man. And also check us out on Facebook. It's listenmoneymatters.com slash Facebook. No, it isn't. It's Facebook.com slash Listen Money Matters. Why am I flipping those today? Wait, but it works both ways, actually. We have that. No. So if you go to listenmoneymatters.com slash Facebook. Yeah, it works. It takes you to our Facebook page? No, it actually doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Uh, all right. Today we are talking about finding your financial weak spots. 
Now, Andrew, mm. what do you think is your financial weak spot? And the way, and here's what I'm thinking: What are the areas of your spending or investing or debt or whatever the hell that like just you're not good at, or like you just are just like it's a tough one. I um, <clears throat> I spend a lot on eating out. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot at restaurants. At restaurants, mm-hmm. I spend a lot on alcohol. Yeah, and... but is that the same thing? Okay, so fine. So I spend a lot on food and alcohol, uh-huh. and I tend to be. I mean, I'm ex- I'm extremely. I I like taking on risk, but I think I um. I trust so quickly. I'm willing to take like the leap. So I, I wind up getting screwed a lot. And not even necessarily in the market, just in like business deals and stuff like that. With me? Well, actually, not with you, which is why we're still doing a podcast. Mm. But you've done it in the past. Yeah, yeah. So are you saying that you're quick to like jump on a business idea and start like putting, putting money towards it and then it yeah. not working out? And, and I, I will, I mean, you, you know, like I think I, Go. I'm like very equitable. Wanted to be fair, and I put money up and blah blah blah. And and uh, I think that you kind of have to put yourself out there so that good things can happen. But then, of course, you get screwed. Mm-hmm. It happens. So, yeah, that's something you've wanted to do. What get screwed? See, see all right. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> to to build a business and make money from mm-hmm. that. That's something that you were. It's a. I don't know. If I, at the bit. Yeah, I don't know if that would call that a weak spot. I mean, definitely the food and alcohol is a weak spot. It's that's a a weak spot for me as well. Like I enjoy really good food. I when it comes to going out to restaurants, spare no expense. I don't care. Like I go to a restaurant and whatever I want, I'm gonna eat. I'm not looking at that menu going. Ooh, maybe I'll just have the salad because the steak's a little expensive. No, if I want steak, I'm gonna order that fucking steak. Mm. That's just how it is. And I just, I just for me, I value that, but. Yes, it can get out of hand. I mean, like this weekend, I went out in the city and you know did some cooking at home. Uh, and you went out in the city and did oh, you mean like I did both. Days. I just like a, yeah, did a lot of like stuff. But the thing is, you could be at home and you can get like the fanciest ingredients. We and did make yourself like a killer meal and still gonna be like dramatic. At least in New York, dramatically cheaper than. Going well, out. all right. So we went out and spent one hundred and sixty dollars on food at the supermarket and used all of it. But it, it, I mean, it was basically like breakfast, dinner, and then breakfast and dinner, and then probably breakfast again. So it was you know covered five meals. So I guess it wasn't too bad. Um, but then I went out. I, I mentioned this on another episode. I went out and bought a six pack of beer that cost twenty two dollars. You know, hmm. because yeah. it's I like beer and I'm going to spend the money. I went out to an oyster restaurant and got a shit ton of oysters Ooh. and clams. But it was happy hour, so it was only a dollar an oyster. But still, you know, hmm. um, I'm trying to think of like there another financial. I don't know if it's a weak spot, but like. I don't care. It's like one of those I don't care moments. Books. I will buy a book. Doesn't matter. Don't give a shit about the price. I don't think about it. I'm just like, I'm buy like a book. that with apps. Oh, I, are you? I, yeah, I will just like buy an app. Like, you won't even uh, think about it. Like Mike Vardy was talking about dispatch. And I yeah. think it costs like, you know, and, and maybe your per, the perception of value. Like, I wind up not wanting to spend $5 on dispatch, but I'll, I'll spend easily $10 on a cocktail in the city. Right. But, and that, that's like on the cheap end. But uh, and I went to buy Dispatch because I wanted to play with it. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, it's not for me. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, I, and that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm kind of worried about where I'm headed now because you 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 came from having zero cash, and now you have some cash, and I could see you've been a little loosey goosey. I've been a little loosey goosey. I've been a little loosey goosey, and it, I, I didn't tell you this. Hmm. So uh, I. You're in debt now? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not in debt. Um, I went down to oh, where was I? Um, I've been down to uh, DC twice, and then I went to New York to see you all in one month, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in my car, I spent more in tolls than I did in gas. Really? Yes, I spent a two hundred and ten dollars in tolls. Two hundred and ten dollars in tolls. That's so- well, Wait, if okay. I'm doing the math, if I'm doing the math right, I you come in through the Holland Tunnel, right? Well, I was charged seventy dollars three times. Seventy dollars three times by Easy Pass, and I called up, and it's it's accurate. What is what was seventy dollars? So um, because I, I'm telling you, like the Lincoln Tunnel, I don't know, maybe it's five dollars or eight. I mean, sorry, Holland yeah, Tunnel, both like ways. five, eight dollars. But so, dude, like you came to New York once. Yeah, but driving back also costs Okay, money. okay, dude. So it was like $15. So, so where did the rest go, dude? I don't know. Maybe I should call them up. But the thing was, I they, they said, I used to, like, my easy pass, the way it worked was, I uh, would have to, they would charge me $25, and then it would replenish when I, like, you know, dropped down to, like, $5. It would replenish another $25. It would be back up to 30 and it would drop, you know, it would keep going. But because I've been traveling so much more and driving so much more, um... They bumped you to seventy. They bumped me to yeah seventy dollars a month now. Mm. So, but they charge me a lot, and I'm like, uh, shit. And I called them up, and they were like, no, you know that's what we do. And it's you know if you if you end up not traveling as much anymore in the next couple months, like we'll drop you back down to twenty five. But mm. right now, like that's how we need to cover you. And my dad, when I told my dad, he's like, yeah, that's what I that's what I pay. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. I don't know. It just seems Your dad like a lot. goes to D.C. also? No, my dad goes to Philadelphia a lot because that's where his, his company is. So mm-hmm. he's over the bridge, $5. You know, there's a toll to, to get on the expressway, which is like 50 cents, but back both ways. And so mm-hmm. like $6, it could be a day, $6 a day to go back and forth. Um, and God, then wherever else South goes. The South Jersey thing sounds terrible. Well, you would have it if you had a car. So, I mean, you'd be paying more in tolls just getting in and out of New York every day. No way, dude. I ride the path. Well, so I'm saying if you had a car and you were going back and forth to New York, you would be paying this. <laughs> you'd be crazy if you were driving in New York oh, and yeah, parking for the day. Oh, yeah. Fuck like, it. just parking for a few hours yeah. is, like, your entire... Uh, yeah, so for me, like, the restaurant thing is is so... I mean, I went to... I'm just, like, looking at my uh, Chase Sapphire credit card payments, and uh, there is just some things, like, food is just uh, almost out of control. Because I just... So, so, Go well, ahead. let me ask you this, because so, so you're going out, you know, first of all, how now that you have a girlfriend and, you know, you're doing the whole thing. Yeah. How many times in a month are you going out to eat? It's tough. To because s- you could say your weak spot is going to eat and you go out to eat one time a month. And I could be like, well, go fuck yourself because that's. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. No. Um, well, because it's the new relationship and there's a little bit of distance between us. Uh, so every time I go down there, she comes up here, we, you know, that's what we end up doing. We go out, you know, dropping the big bills, dropping the big bills, you know? So, so when you, when you're at dinner, how, how many drinks do you each have? That's a, that's a bad question. Cause I do have a couple drinks. Yeah, I have a couple drinks. Like, I have a couple drinks. 
Well, and I don't like I, like it's in my head. I'm like I don't care. Like if I want a Negroni and it's twelve dollars, I'm gonna fucking order a Negroni. Like I don't oh care. God, like, I, I'm like, not gonna I'm not gonna get a Miller Lite just because it's three dollars. It's, it's not like what a I want. Six year old Italian man. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to drink shitty beer. Oh no, I agree. When I go out, I I give no uh, consideration to the cost of the drink. I just this is what I want. Um, of course that that's where the the punishment comes in. Yeah, and I've and and traveling is just another expense that's uh, like spare no expense at this point. You know, mm. with yes, with a girlfriend and. You just there's traveling that's been happening. So like in the recent couple months, there's been there's been a change. You know, it's a good change, but it's costing a little bit more money. And I'm not like struggling at any point, but there's I'm seeing like I don't care. Like at this point, like it's such a it's a like food and drink and traveling. All of those things to me are I don't know if they're necessarily weak spots or if they're just like I don't like they're the things I'm going to spend my money on like I I have not gotten myself any like luxury item I don't own so, anything different you know I I think you know Laura and I like kind of operate with with that in mind when we we go towards like ha- like we we pay I will we'll pay out the nose for an experience mm-hmm. but we don't like buy like ourselves like stuff mm-hmm. and we we get we get toilet paper we get paper towels Mm-hmm. soap you know but we don't really buy ourselves stuff but the other thing is is like i have some other financial weak spots not just in spending there's other areas right so what's up well okay so uh now you know like prior to march of this year i was bad at investing you know now i'm hooked up on betterment and i've been you know consistently putting 500 dollars a month into betterment so i don't consider that a weak spot although i'm i'm you know i could i want to ramp that up at some point but mm-hmm. another one I found out the other day is I'm very bad at asking for money. In terms of what? So in in terms of uh, a, a few things. So I can remember b- back in the day when I was at my job, I was very bad at asking for a raise, and I was it was I was weak in that area. I just I just. You know, you know, you we've talked about this off the air a bunch of times, but like I don't see my value. I don't I don't like see it as well as other people see it. Mm. And there and that what that does is it makes me a weak person when it comes to asking for for Go, a raise dude, or, like, or more money or I, See, the thing is I'm confused. I actually didn't know that you had value. <laughs> <laughs> That's me laughing. God, Sarcastically. I love it. nasal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no sorry, no, sorry, no, no. but on. like i look like we've talked a lot on this podcast i've talked a lot to other people like you know we i'm starting to uh surround myself with people who do what i do whereas before it's like you know i talked to my friends and they're like who's chart who's paying money to read your blog like it's so hmm. dumb you know and that's the kind of the, that's the that's the rhetoric i've been hmm. been you know hearing and i think that that's not good you know and now that I'm doing this podcast and again meeting more people, they're like, "No, you deserve to be paid for the things that you do." And I, I still don't know if I'm like 100 percent in that in that mode yet. I don't know if I'm. Hey, give me an example of where you're having issues. So I'm selling sponsorship stuff on Swim University, and I've mm-hmm. done this. I've done this in the past, but I'm. You know this. Last mm-hmm. year, I ch- we 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 came up. Me and you sat down. We came up with a certain price. We and, we methodically yes. calculated. Right. This year, I decided- And it was gangbusters. Yep. This year, I decided I'm going to do it myself. And then I showed you the pricing, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you didn't even increase the prices at all. Like, wait, you just wait, you wait, kept well, it like well, the well, same. First, 
first you sent me the sponsorship page, and I think we were having a, a lover's quarrel, and I, I was like, I was show, I was expressing issues with it. Yeah. And you're like, well, whatever, I have to go. It's good anyways. I'm sending it out. Yeah. And I'm like, well, whatever, fuck this dude. Yeah. It's just, but, but, but that's the thing, like, I'm, because I'm just so frustrated by it because I don't, it's a weak spot for me. And I was thinking the other day, like, is there a book or is there a resource of, like, getting over the fear of just asking people for money? And even, it's so simple. It's even, it's not even that. It's not even just in business. My brother, well, mm. I'll come home and I'll, I'll say, hey, Dan, you want something to eat? And he'll say, yeah. And I'm like, I'm ordering Chinese or I'm ordering something. And I'll go out and I'll, you know, buy him whatever. I'll just, you know, instead of asking him for money, I'll just go out and get it done and just give him the thing. He's like, do I owe you anything? I'm like, yeah. Because in my brain, I'm like, I don't even want to, I don't even well, feel like dealing with it. So, you know, if he was like your buddy and you're hanging out like once in a while and you could, you could have that. Actually, you know what? Maybe it works with a brother too. I actually, I used to be very meticulous about like. Getting paid you know, back. Like we got lunch. You owe me five bucks. We're settled. Okay. We can, we can move on to tomorrow. Yes. And I've moved to this, this situation where, um. What it's gonna come back around and it's gonna even out and it's easier to not keep track. And the people who constantly take mm -hmm. and don't make the effort, then I just I don't I wind up not hanging out with them. Because you know what, like it's just I then feel like I'm always paying. Right. And it should more be like, you know what, uh dude, like just don't get up. I'll get the beers. I got it. Uh get like the next round or, or next mm -hmm, time. Mm -hmm. I prefer like that. I feel like it's yeah. Easier. I'm just trying to think of like when I when I came up with this financial weak spots um, topic idea. It's like I want to. I, I think it's I think it's important that people are more mindful, and whether that's using an app like Min and going back and looking in, at your spending and categorizing it, or just or just understanding that there are there are there are areas of your personal finance that you are just not good at. And the, I think the first step is understanding that and realizing that and then and then pinpointing it and then doing something to improve it. Right. So from there are areas. Well, well I think we could we could dive into each because like pinpointing it, you know, what? like, dude, um, you're living your life like you got you have your girlfriend, you're going out to eat, you're drinking, whatever. Are you going to like have like the the angel mat on your shoulder and you're the devil mat on your shoulder and devil mats could be like, Matt. You shouldn't be buying all these fancy dinners, like blah, you no, know, like you're probably just gonna keep going with it, right? You know, so um, you know, and, and I guess for me, like mint winds mm -hmm. up being like the checks and balances because I I tend to go like last month I'll be really tight and we'll do really good and and we'll save and whatever, and then this month I'll feel loose. Because we save so much, I'm like, all right, we 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 could we could go out to eat and we could do stuff, but then Mint would be like, dude, you blew through your budget, you know, whatever. And you know, I'm no? looking at my Mint right now, yeah, and I, and that's the thing, like, I'm even afraid to look at my Mint account anymore because I've been spending so much, and I and I yeah. and I'm not like asking for money, and I'm not like, look, my accounts are still positive, but and I, and I'm not like I'm asking for money, but. Uh, everyone, how can I fund my fancy cocktails, my Negronis? No, that's not, and that's not what I'm saying. It's, it's just like I'm, I'm starting to realize now that they're spent, the spending's happening again. Uh, that I have financial weak spots that I need to take care of. Like there's some areas that I, I you know, I thought I had nipped in the bud, and it's, well, and it turns dude, out like maybe I didn't so much. So, so you found, uh, you know, the fact that, or you've realized that this is like a weak spot. 
uh, what are you going to do? Or are you just going right. to keep on keeping on? Well, no, no, no. I think that, no, no, no. That's no. Or, See, or do you not want to come up with a solution? No. You're not ready to solve <laughs> no, it. I don't want to solve it yet. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's the thing. I, what I'm thinking is I, I want just people to understand. I want people to reflect on themselves and find these weak spots like I did early on when I said, like, I suck at paying off. Like, I, I suck well, at money dude, in general. You know that, great. You you suck at, at buying food for reasonably priced, you know, whatever. And scene. Like, I mean. No, the, that's, no, it, no. Just 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 locating the issue is, it's it's like, <clears throat> you know, I've been eating a lot and I got fat. Do yeah. anyone want to order a pizza? You know, or or but like it's- but all right. Now, if you look at it like a like a like a like a weight loss thing, it's like realize like you need to find out like okay, I'm fat now. How how did this happen? Well, it's because I ate pizza all the time. All right, um, now I need to make a change. But there's like, but you need like, but there's some help that needs to be done there. Like there's you know what do you well, what, what are some what you're resources? Saying is uh, is you're like yeah you know some work needs to be done. You know like not ordering pizza. But that's like for next month. No, uh, that, that's kind of what. Uh, it well, my like. real financial weakness isn't that I'm spending money on on food and stuff. I I've I've said this before. Mm. That's something I don't care. I, I that's like spare no expense well, because I same. don't spend it on other other areas. But one of the things that I came to realize was that I am really bad at asking people for money and, and getting what I'm you know what I'm worth. Like you know you have done some things recently to figure out what you're worth now. You've actually taken steps to like, hey, I'm going to figure out what I'm worth and then use that to my advantage, right? What do you mean? Uh, uh, but you see, you say whatever about our... our, our no, 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 I'm just... No, 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 I know. I, I'm, not, I'm not following you. What did I do? Well, you you are conscious of... You're always conscious of what you're worth, mm, right? Yeah. In the, in the right. workplace. You are always conscious of that. Mm-hmm. I am never conscious of that, right? You're mm-hmm. also conscious of the investor mindset. I am not like that. Those are those are weak spots for me financially. I don't have those things, so I need help in those areas, and I'm realizing it. And now I need help in those areas. Like, like I've, well, we've talked about this before. It's not nothing so, new. Okay, you know, you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll go down the rabbit hole. I'll I'll uh, I'll engage on this. So um, we were talking the other day, and uh, it came down to like uh, long term versus short term. Mm-hmm. And to to even go more detailed, we we were discussing possibly hiring an additional person to help us make Listen Money Matters a, a bigger thing, right? Being that we're like literally extracting almost nothing from the business. No, it's not almost. It's basically yeah, it's not. <laughs> well, it's it's actually technically it's negative, mm-hmm. but if you don't count some of my donations, it's like nothing. Yes. So, um. And I want to like amp it further, and and you want cash today, right? And, and we I want to be paid for the work that I do, but but like we could almost see, like you know. Well, you can, I can't. I don't see that. So why not? Because I don't think that I don't have that mindset. I don't have that future mindset. I'm doing. I do it blindly do, now. Do you because, not like look to the future? Nope. Like, and you, I'll tell you why I don't look. I know. I know this is how I am in every aspect. I, are you like I will die tomorrow, so I must spend all my money today? Dude, that's how I've always thought. But I've I've gotten a little better with it. But one thing I've never done is bought tickets to a concert in advance. I'm always a buy a ticket at the door kind of guy. Uh, dude, well, you're paying like double or uh, doesn't mean, matter. Don't I don't want to pay for something now that I'm not going to do for another month or two. That's like, like that's why I never buy flights until like the week before, like an idiot. You know, but the, the whole thing is like, well, I mean, it may be dead tomorrow. 
you know, but then when tomorrow comes and you didn't plan for it, you might as well then die because you. Well, I'm not a planner. I'm just I'm a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy, and I know this is a weak spot. That's what I'm saying. I know this is a weak spot, mm. and that's what I'm saying. I found this financial weak spot, and now it's like I need I need like there I need to be educated on how to avoid that. And I'm not. I'm only giving my. I'm not. I don't want this to be a therapy session for me. What my point is of this episode? I the whole podcast was a therapy session. I mean, it kind of is, yeah. But I mean, the, <laughs> the the point of the episode is to like dig deep into your mm-hmm. into yourself and like figure out the type of person you are, and then build in systems to you know help you either get better at it or stop yourself from being your own worst enemy. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean. mean? Like the investor I, mindset, for instance, right? The the the, mm. the plan. Like I am not a think of head type of person. So when it comes to investing, the I, instead of me, you know, uh, trying to change my brain, is I went okay. I'm just gonna blindly deposit five hundred dollars in the Betterment and just automate it, and it just happened behind the scenes, and just ne- never and then delete the app on my phone and never check it. Like that was my what's your, Matt. What's your goal with Betterment? I, I don't have one. And I think that's that's the problem because, mm-hmm. um, for me, uh, you know, it's like <clears throat> I want to say it's like all methodical. Many things I do are just you know I, I just do them because I do them. But I have like specific things that I want to achieve that I want to do, like you know balances in accounts that I want to meet. So and it, what goal, happens is yeah, goal planning is another weakness of mine. Yes, because I was going to say because I, I what happens I set a goal like I want I want my Betterment account to be X. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, I start a betterment, and I was like, I'm going to deposit $1,000 a month, and in a year from now, it's going to be worth $14,000, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's going to grow and whatever. And, I mean, it didn't work out, but I came out with a pretty good balance. But I think, like, it's just determining that you want this thing that's, like, ridiculous, right. and then you back into how you, you Right. So another financial weakness of mine is goal is goal setting and planning to, to reach – I have no – goals <laughs> like no cool. financial goals i am out of i am out of debt and i am I have a positive net worth i just don't know what the next goal is for me and that's so, okay like I, it's okay i am aware of it now so it's something i need to improve you know that that's actually interesting i feel like it could even be a conversation onto itself it's mm-hmm. like um you you you're out of debt. You're above zero, and yep. now it's just like forever upwards until I die, and then now it's not fun anymore. And as what? No, dude. It's it's like you have to break it down into the various tiers of freedom. Yeah. Right. Because that's really what it is. And right. and I, if there was like ten tiers, maybe I'm at like seven or something right now because of all the weird ass decisions I'm making. But it like you. The reason you want your Betterment account to be 40K is not because it's bigger than 30K, although that's great. And not because but your that's friend how my has, brain thinks, yes. And, but it's also not because your friend has 30K. So you could be 10K better than him. Yep. The reason you want 40K should be a specific like reason of like what 40K means. Like when you achieve 40K, like what can you change? What can you achieve? Can you quit your job? I don't know. Can you retire? Like I don't think anyone can retire in 40K, but uh, Maybe you know, for a year you could retire. Yeah, that could be your thing. If you want to take a year sabbatical, it's it's like you have these milestones that wind up adding to like some financial freedom retirement. But I think if you stretch all the way down there, 
you know, it becomes too much. Mm-hmm. It's like too far and it's like hard to see. Yeah, I can tell you right now that um, I'm nervous about tax season. Like taxes are coming up and I'm nervous I, that I'm going to owe a lot of money and, you know, haven't been paying quarterly for like I should be. And it's just like, it's, <laughs> it's up in the air now. There's all kinds of stuff. That's I'm still weak about, and I and that's the that's the point my that's the point of this conversation is to say, I look you are definitely in a better situation than I am, but I am not in a you know I may come off like I'm in a good situation, but there I still have weak spots that need to be taken care of, and then maybe there will always be. I feel like there needs to be a sequel to this episode. What so, do you mean? because uh, you know finding your financial weak spots is is. Possibly the the more painful of of the two, and definitely the first step and is important. But then the next one is like uh like diagnosing the the I don't know the solutions or, or whatever mm-hmm. for those weak spots. Mm-hmm. So so perhaps yeah. perhaps like the action step, if if it were, there were to be an action step, would be like to write down the weak spots, and it could be like food, yeah. not able to plan for goals, like not I, I don't know. And then maybe we can address them in, in a following. I think we have to. Uh, I like a soon following one. Yeah. Yeah. Re- reasonable? No, definitely reasonable. I also don't have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a weak spot right now. Oh, my God. You're a fucking barrel of laughs. Yeah. I have to get that, like, this week. Open enrollment is, is, a, is upon us, and I'm going to do that. Yeah. There, I, my Again, my point is that uh, it's about identifying your financial weak spots and then working on improving those weak spots. And they might not be spots you want to talk about because, like, I didn't want to talk about any of those things. Okay, wait, wait, dude. But, th- but, but, a- but putting them out in the open like that is giving me credibility or giving me accountability, should, I should say. Well, I, th- I think you get accountability, but you're really going for the credibility, right? That's, that's what the... No, no that wasn't my no, intention before I started this. I- I'm just joking. But, uh, so, dude... An alcohol anonymous. There's like a certain amount of steps. There's twelve, right? And uh, what what's that one step? The first step. The first step, like, is like understanding you have a problem. Yeah, is admitting you have a problem. And what's the second step? Uh, I don't know. It's been been, been years since I've done AA. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Right, right. I, I guess I feel like the first through third step maybe encompasses like identify. That that whole thing where it's just like, stop pretending, stop lying. Mm-hmm. Figured, you know, and then once you get it, you can move forward. Yeah, I agree, and that's why I, that's kind of what I wanted to do here. Um, and I will tell you that um, there are there are twelve steps in the, um, yeah, and the first step is admitting we are powerless over alcohol. So, so step one in finding your financial weak spots is understanding that you're perilous over alcohol. You can't. Step two is uh, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. I don't know if these are actually – this is like from a book or something. Anyway, and it's also very super religious. Uh, what am I reading here? Power greater it is, than yourself. It is AA.org. So. Power greater than yourself, like like Dave Ramsey, for example. Like a higher power. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's kind of what I wanted to uh, talk about. And I hope, uh, you know, this... Uh, here's what I hope. Here's what I hope people get out of this episode. Is that I want people to look within themselves, maybe if it's just writing it down, 
but writing down and identifying what your weak spots are, and then slowly but surely or quickly but swiftly, uh, you know, aiming to improve those areas and becoming stronger at the areas that you find yourself weak in. So, so two things, or even putting pla- or even putting systems in place to uh, stop yourself from from being your own worst enemy. Dude, two things. Yes. One, I don't think quickly but swiftly makes sense. Nope, it doesn't. I understand that. <laughs> and uh, and two, I think like you should email us, like let us know your your weak spots and stuff. And, and, maybe, and maybe we can we, we want to cover them. Yeah, like maybe we can cover them or or bring on an on, expert like, to help you know figure out ways to get over those weak spots. That'd be so cool. I mean, anyone who emails us knows like where we literally bring people on that that you tell us to. Mm-hmm. And maybe on the other end is like if you're not quite sure what your weak spots are. Um, like email us, like let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Like, yeah. It, it's a, it is, it's like, it's therapeutic. Cause it's like admitting you have a problem and it's like, Oh man, that was a load off, you know? All right. Now, yeah. now what's the next step? Like that's just, just do this methodically and, and figure it out, you know? Mm. And I would say for me, it's definitely not food and drink because I love food and drink. Mm. It's like the, I love it and I will always do it. And then you always need it to survive, but yeah, definitely planning and taxes and, all kinds of stuff. It, co- it goes back to that whole thing where it's like, I'd rather have the wine. Yeah. You know, it's like you could save the ten dollars, you know, and, and get water instead of wine. But you know, I love wine, and just I'd rather, you know, rather have the wine. Yep, that's okay too. All right, yeah. Listen, money matters at gmail.com is our email address, and you can hit that and let us know what your weak spots are, and let's talk through it, and let's figure this shit out together. Also, uh, if you like this podcast, and we know that you do, you should hit subscribe and get it downloaded to your apps every single day, because we do it every day. Mm. Every day. Every damn day. Every damn day. Uh, I actually, I actually oh, want... Oh, God, you came in strong there. What? You came in hot. You came in hot. So, I just want to say, um, as, as I'm sure you know, we have gotten a sponsor... Betterment. No, thank sponsor- you to Betterment. Yes. Yes. Um, we are hoping to get more sponsors mm-hmm. and, and kind of dig Listen Money Matters out of its slight death ditch that we've brought it into. Yep. Um, and it I don't would know whose be- fault that is, but yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> <clears throat> Anyways, growth is important. <laughs> so mindset. Investor mindset. So, um, what would be a huge help to us? Like, like this. This is like um, I would put it on par with like charity work, in that it would just. I mean, you will not be able to deduct on your taxes. I don't know um, if I would put it on par with charity work, but go on. Charity work. Assuming I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. For for us, at least, we we would love to know more about like who you are. One, it'll obviously help us monetize the podcast. Like, I want to be like open with that. Mm-hmm. But two, I think like if we understand the audience, and I think we actually have a pretty good understanding of who you are. But we want to ask a few questions uh, uh, to make sure that that we're going in the right direction. And so, if you go to listenmoneymatters.com/slash/survey, uh, it's going to be like le- I, I, less than fifteen questions. Probably less than twelve questions. Super easy, like click radio buttons. Like I'm a male, I live in Kentucky, and I make blah. And uh, it would just be awesome if. You and it'll be that. anonymous. It'll be anonymous. Yeah, we're we're not gonna ask for your name, and it would just be a huge help to us. Mm-hmm. And um, if you uh, 
do it and email me, I'll tell you I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that's a good incentive to have Andrew <laughs> tell you over email that he loves you. But maybe it's we'll, the most intimate platform I know of. I don't know. Maybe we'll figure out some sort of uh, incentive reward for doing it because I don't. We didn't discuss that before we dumped jumped on, but there sh- probably should be. Mm. Anyway, go to listenmoneymatters.com slash survey and fill that out. That would be super, super helpful. And uh, if you re- everyone needs an incentive, Matt. That's I agree. I agree. But the internet marketers say otherwise. Uh, the the, we, uh, if you really like the show, we want you to leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And I want to le- read not a quick review, a long review Good. from Coffee Break Frankenstein. That's the, that's the username. It's a great username. Boom. I'm in. Five stars is the title. Something funny happened the other day. I heard the Stacking Benjamins podcast take a playful swipe at LMM during their outro. And I thought, hey, jerks, that's my podcast you're putting down. <laughs> I found this show right when they were starting. I was just relieved to hear someone talking about fiscal responsibility without a southern accent. Then I realized that these two guys... I'm sorry. Then I realized that these were the first guys I've heard who've only had a world where you can do financial stuff digitally. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm in my 40s, which means I started managing my own money in a world where ATMs were just becoming a regular thing and most people didn't even have a computer. If you wanted to do a financial projection, you needed a ream of graph paper and those two weird green visors people used to wear when they did accounting stuff. Arm graders, maybe a vest. Arm garters, maybe a vest. I remember that, yeah. And that, 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 those things that... And the, and the paper spools out. And you had those little glasses, those little bifocal glasses, maybe, maybe a cigarette in your mouth. Yeah. The visors are protecting you from like... The what the fuck were those visors? What are those green visors for? It lets you stare at penciled-in numbers with fluorescent lights above you. I, I don't know I don't what even... the hell that did. Uh. That should be an entire episode talking about what the <laughs> hell those green visors did. Anyway, going back to it. I like that they are learning stuff as the show goes along, and I'm caught up in the narrative of their quest to be self-sufficient podcasters, and I'm rooting for them. That is a kick-ass review. Thank you so much, Coffee Break Frankenstein. The name is awesome. The, the review is awesome. And thanks for sticking up for us. Ah. Uh. And 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 we could we could actually educate in this episode. Green eye shades are a type of visor that were worn most often in the late 19th century by accountants, telegraphers, copy editors, and others engaged in vision-intensive, detail-oriented occupations to lessen eye strain due to early incandescent lights, which tended to be harsh. Huh. So I was right. So it blocks the the light coming from the incandescent bulbs. There you go. Hmm. Cool. Go to our uh, website. It's listedmoneymatters.com and check out our toolbox, which you can find at listedmoneymatters.com slash toolbox for all the mm. things that we mentioned here on the show. We mentioned Mint, and you can go subscribe th- to get Mint. And you can also check out our book, Mastering Mint. Mm. And if you leave it'll us a review, yeah, it'll teach you how to use it. And if you, uh, if you uh, want it for free, leave us a review, send us an email, we'll give it to you for free. Free book for the free tool. Takes you five minutes. Yep. Not even leave a review. Yep. Or read it. Yep. Give me one sentence long. And preferably, I would say you should write it in such a way to make it extremely difficult for Matt to read. Please. I, I want. I want him. To Don't be a dick. Him. Don't be a dick. Anyway, <laughs> thanks again for hanging out with us, guys, and of course, we look forward to the next episode later. Let him out.
tell your friends about this show. <laughs>